Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In today's episode, I want to share with you something that I've been enjoying doing for more than a decade now. You see, I love to run. Well, I didn't start out really loving it. If if I can share uh, how I picked up on running, it was because of my brother. When I moved to Singapore, my brother would always come on December to join the standard chartered marathon run. So what I would do is that uh, because he's doing the 42 K run, it would always start at very early, like five or six in the morning. And every time when, you know, when he has to wake up to go out and go to the fence or, you know, where, where, where he's supposed to start his run, I would go with him and I would always be like excited to take photos. And, and after, you know, he starts to run, I would go back home and go to sleep. I remember it's probably, you know, the third year when I thought, hey, I cannot be just, you know, waking up very early every day to accompany him and take photos. Maybe I could I could start, you know, to run as well. And I always would be the one who would uh, queue up to get the starter, how do you call it, the, the racing pack. And every time I would, you know, feel excited about what kind of color is the singlet, what freebies are in the goodie bags and all that. So on the third year, I thought maybe I can also join so that I don't end up just taking photos of him. So I started with uh, a 10K run. It was not the start standard chartered marathon run. I think it was the uh, sundown marathon where I asked two of my girlfriends in uh, the office to come with me and we did that, our first 10K run. So it was not anything fancy. It was not anything competitive. To us, it's just to be able to finish the run within the time frame and get get the medal afterward. So in December of that year, uh, when my brother came in and he did the 42K run and I did a 10K run, when we got home, I saw that the medal for the 42K run is a lot bigger than the 10K run. And being the competitive person that I am, I was like, hey, this one looks, you know, ugly. It's small and it doesn't really show, you know, that I was able to finish the run in, in, a, in it's not, it's not Instagrammable or it doesn't look good in, in uh, photos for social media. So I said, maybe next year I can go for the half marathon. So that's exactly what I did. And uh, since then, year on year, I was running uh, 
the Standard Chartered Marathon like a ritual with my brother. And I would also join the Sundown Marathon, even if I'm alone. So I started the Sundown Marathon with two friends, but the next year they dropped out. And I just persisted. To me, it's more of like I started it. And even if I have no one who would be with me to do it, it's important to me that, you know, I get medals and medals year after year. And it shows me consistency and commitment to my goal. So I started running uh, twice in a year, the Sundown Marathon and then the Standard Chartered Marathon. And I became ambitious the year after, I think, my fifth run. I started to put in my goals to have an international run every year as well. So I love to travel and I travel monthly, probably in some months, twice in a month. And some of them are the usual uh, travel back home to see my kids every month. But others I would do on purpose. And I thought if I would travel for vacation, why not do two things you know, in one travel, right? So I started then aiming for uh, one international run every year. I started with uh, Angkor Wat Marathon, and it was the longest run of my life, but the most uh, memorable. So imagine doing your run inside the temples, and you will just stop in every corner because it was so scenic. I remember there was like a certain portion of the run where I was running with elephants along the road, and it was just amazing. It was the most memorable international run that I can think of. Uh, I did, you know, like um, some other uh, runs like in Malaysia, in Indonesia. I did one in Japan. And if COVID didn't happen, I wanted to do the Gold Coast Marathon run as well. But that stopped when COVID happened. But I still tried doing runs and I would sign up for virtual runs. But it doesn't give me that particular excitement because previously it was like when I run, even if it's uh, only like a half marathon run, right, you can feel if you if you haven't practiced because you're always working, if you are not uh, fit for the run, you could feel it in your bones and your muscles as you start, and probably around the half of the half of the distance, you can already feel your energy and uh, you know your enthusiasm wouldn't really be that great anymore. But I like that feeling of feeling how hard it is to like move every step of your, you know, like every step just to go forward, but persisting. And I would always tell myself that it's a practice of uh, tenacity, being able to endure hardship. And I would always tell myself that each marathon is like a practice in how we deal with, you know, the challenges in life. And I need to practice those muscles every year. So while I'm running, I would try to do all things to like... Uh, entertain myself. Sometimes I would, my, my children would always like tease me because I would send photos or, along the way and they would always tell me, you're probably taking more, fo more photos than running. But I think, why would you not enjoy the journey, right? I mean, it's similar to life. You encounter challenges, you encounter hardship, but it doesn't mean that you dwell on 
the hardship, right? You can always find ways to make it more appealing, more fun, more entertaining so that you can get to the finish line. So every year I, when I do the run, it's not about really getting the medal. It's not really about finishing the, the race. It's more of exercising myself and telling myself every time about that lesson that each marathon is like a challenge in life. You can either enjoy it or curse, you know, the whole run, but nevertheless, you need to finish. So why not make it enjoyable? So, you know, I don't really bother if my timing would be like a little less than the previous run. But if I see like a runner who is like wearing something fancy and they smile at me, I smile back, we chat a bit. You know, and then when we stop for water, you see a friend, you know, that you haven't seen for long, or you see people there who are struggling, uh, you see some uh, newcomers that you can see from the way they look that they are really struggling. And you get to remind yourself that once you are like them, but now, you know, even at my late 40s, I can some, you know, it's not really sometimes, but Often I can see younger people like me who are trailing behind. And I remind myself every time, it's not being uh, proud. Oh, you are, you know, you are so, uh, you are so slow. But it's reminding myself every time that I was once like you, but I, because I persisted, I became better. So to me, each marathon, each run is more of like a ritual in flexing my tenacity muscle, in reminding myself about life. It's more of like something like a sacred experience to me, if I may say that. And when I look at the medals that I get, you know, to bring home every year, each one of them would always remind me of a person I met, a photo I've taken with somebody who's like wearing a soup, you know, a Spider-Man or this medal was uh, in my run inside uh, Universal Studios. This one is like when I was like so cold in Japan. This one is, you know, every medal now has a meaning to it that makes it really a fun experience. And I think as I grow older, I may not be able to run faster, but I'll make sure that every year I'll get to that ritual of reminding myself about being committed, of persisting, of always trying something and making sure I end up in the finish line. So I hope I, you enjoyed my uh, sharing today. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you want to know more, please check out my show notes and connect with me through my Facebook, Instagram, and my personal blog. I'm looking forward to having you again in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L r-i-c-h-w-o-m-a-n.com and if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed you'll become one of my soul rich women family remember life has no rewind button why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous sending you some inspiration and i'll speak to you soon